0: Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this episode about the book Ikigai. Keep listening to find out how to live forever. Welcome back. I'm your host Steph Clark and every week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and share them with you and do the reading so you don't have to. If you're finding these podcasts valuable, I'd love to connect. The best ways to connect to me are on LinkedIn or on Instagram. There are links to those in the show notes. And if you are finding the podcast valuable, there's a few different ways that you can support the podcast. If you hop on over to stephsbusinessbookshelf.com, you can buy me a coffee, which basically means helping me fund my book buying habits or leave a review so that other people will find the podcast as well. There's a link to easily leave a review on stephsbusinessbookshelf.com as well. Or you could buy your next book purchase through one of my affiliate stores. Same price to you, but I get a little bit of a bonus from those retailers. So it's bookshop.org in the US and then everywhere else in the world, Book Depository. There's a link to those affiliate sites on the website and also in the show notes. And if you're not in the market for a new book right now, how about just saving that link into your phone or into your browser so that next time you're buying a book, you can just click straight through there without having to scroll through and find that in show notes. All right, on the subject of books, let's get into Ikigai. So Ikigai is something I had heard of, and I've seen a few people reading the book, but Ikigai, you may have seen the Venn diagram going around or on social media, it's shared quite a lot, and it's about finding your reason for living, and finding the thing that you enjoy doing, and the thing that is valuable and shares some use with other people, and the thing that you're good at. That's often the Venn diagram you'll see. The book is by two authors, Hector Garcia and Francesc Mirales, hopefully I'm pronouncing those correctly. A little bit about the book before we get into the three big ideas. According to the Japanese, everyone has an ikigai, a reason for living, and according to the residents of the Japanese village with the world's longest living people, finding it is the key to a happier and longer life. Having a strong sense of ikigai, the place where passion, mission and vocation and profession intersect, mean that each day is infused with meaning. It's the reason we get up in the morning. It's also the reason many Japanese never really retire. In fact, there's no actual word in Japanese that means retire in the sense that it does in English. They remain active and work at what they enjoy because they found their real purpose in life, the happiness of always being busy. This appeals to me so much. In researching the book, the authors interviewed the residents of the Japanese village with the highest percentage of 100-year-olds, one of the world's blue zones. Ikigai reveals the secrets of their longevity and happiness, how they eat, how they move, how they work, how they foster collaboration and community, and their best-kept secret, how they find the ikigai that brings the satisfaction to their lives. And it provides practical tools to help you discover your own Ikigai, because who doesn't want to find more happiness in every day? A little bit about the authors, Hector Garcia is a citizen of Japan where he has lived for over a decade, and of Spain where he is born. He's the author of several books about Japanese culture, including two worldwide bestsellers, A Geek in Japan and this book, Ikigai. A former software engineer, he's worked at CERN in Switzerland before moving to Japan. Francesc Morales is the award-winning and internationally best-selling author of books about how to live well, including Ikigai, this book, and the novels Love in Small Letters and Wabi Sabi. Those excerpts were taken from Amazon and Penguin Books websites. Links to those are in the show notes. Now, one thing I will say is if you are looking for a magic elixir and you just need to eat this particular food or take this particular supplement to live forever, then unfortunately that is not what you're going to find in this book, or maybe fortunately, because as we probably all know, really deep down is that a long, healthy, happy life is not one that is just a, it's not a hack that we do to do it. It is much more holistic and it takes a different kind of mindset to, to live that way. So that brings us nicely to big idea number one of the three big ideas I'm gonna share from the book Ikigai. Big idea number one, the mindset of longevity. Living a long time isn't just about eating well and staying physically active. Of course, those are also important, but the mind has a big influence too. One study suggested that two dispositions contribute the most to longevity. One, a positive outlook, and two, a high degree of emotional awareness. Ultimately, it's about keeping the mind active though. And beyond these things, there's also a focus on the need for meaning and connection, largely through community, which is very strong in the examples in the book, and particularly so because ikigai is that intersection between meaning and connection and and the work you do. There's an interesting section about stress as well. We all know that an excess of stress is bad and the impact on us physically and mentally of that, and that is real. The DNA impact of stress shortens our telomeres, which also shortens our lives. But a long-term study showed that an amount of stress and a certain amount of stress is good. And those who worked until an older age and lived more intense lives actually live longer than those who retired early and had very relaxed lives. So this idea of the the mindset of longevity really resonated with me. And as someone who is perpetually doing things and in motion and quite enjoys living like that, I was quite pleased to hear that you don't want to be too relaxed in order to, to live a good long life. I also think it's quite fitting given that based on superannuation or pension funds or 401ks, depending on which country you're in, none of us, certainly of our generation, are retiring anytime soon. So even if you are going for the fire life, then uh, so, you know, setting our minds to living and working for a longer time is probably not a bad thing to start doing, to be honest. All right, that's big idea number one, the mindset of longevity. Big idea number two is the meaning of life. There's a lot in the book actually referencing Viktor Frankl's work or his logotherapy model and approach to psychotherapy in the book. It's a style of therapy that helps people find meaning. And by the way, I have talked about Viktor Frankl's book, A Man's Search for Meaning in an earlier episode. I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you'd like to find out a little bit more. So it's a style of therapy, like I said, that helps people find meaning. And it it says that we don't create meaning, we discover it and that we should only hold it lightly because it evolves and we should let it evolve over time. Much of this meaning comes from other people and the connection and being part of a community or part of a social group. And this is a fundamental part of the centurion's lives or those who live over 100, that being part of a community or volunteering groups gave many of them meaning along with a sense of identity. So with that, the meaning of life really is about connection. And it's an interesting one to think about because whilst the first idea, and there was a lot of idea in the book around work and the the purpose of work in one's life and and creating meaning, we don't want it to take too much priority that it diminishes the relationships that we've got because those relationships really are going to be the thing that keeps us going for longer and that, that sense of connection. And if we work too hard and then lose those, we may end up causing ourselves quite a few problems later on in life. So that's big idea number two, the meaning of life. Big idea number three is the 10 rules. And towards the end of the book, there's lots of quotes and they've, they've categorized all of the different conversations they had with the residents of this particular blue zone in Japan to talk about and to, and to really summarize those into the 10 rules that they came up with, that came up time and time again in the conversations, in the time they spent with them in terms of the, the rules for living a long time. And what's really interesting is when they were talking to these residents, some of their purpose in life or certainly at the stage of life that they're in, which is in their 80s, 90s, some of them were, were 100 and, and above, a lot of them, their purpose is to live a long time. That's, that's kind of it, which I thought was quite, quite quite novel and interesting. Anyway, the 10 rules. Number one, stay active, don't retire. Number two, take it slow. Whereas there's a slight contradiction there, but there is a difference between those. So staying active and not retiring means more from a work perspective and keeping moving, staying momentum, but take it slow in terms of not getting too stressed and giving too much stress in your life. Number three, don't fill your stomach. And this isn't metaphorical. This is very literal. Don't fill your stomach. Don't get full. And and a lot of people in Japan generally, but particularly in this zone, talked about the fact that they they don't eat until they are absolutely stuffed or they're full to the brim. They eat until they're about 80% full. Again, that's obviously not a scientific thing. You, You base that on your knowledge and awareness of yourself but eating till they're about 80 percent full was was really helpful for them to say fit and healthy because they're never then overeating number four surround yourself with good friends number five get in shape for your next birthday i love that idea it's this by my next birthday i'm going to be in the best shape and if you keep doing that then you'll always be in great shape number six smile number seven reconnect with nature Number eight, give thanks, the idea of gratitude. Number nine, live in the moment. And number 10, follow your ikigai. So those were the 10 rules from the people who are living till they're 80, 90, or over 100 years old in this blue zone in Japan. My favorite quote from the book from one of the residents, which was around the idea of being optimistic. They said, there's no secret to it. This trick is just to live. And how great is that, that all you have to do to live a long time is just keep living. And whilst that sounds kind of obvious and a little bit metaphorical, it's, it's kind of not. And it makes you think actually a little bit deeper, like are we, are we actually all living or are we just existing? So there's no secret to it. The trick is just to live. Throughout the book as well, they talk a lot about good habits and connection and having these rituals and routines in their days that involve all of those different tips that came out around doing something for others, around a moment of gratitude and being able to look around and feel grateful for what they have, surrounding themselves with other people and and doing things to help the other people and living in the moment and really enjoying each day as it comes because not everyone gets those days. And needless to say, none of them are just sitting around having coffee together. They are out walking and connecting with each other whilst on the move. Okay, there we go. The three big ideas from the book Ikigai. Number one, the mindset of longevity. Number two, the meaning of life. And number three, the 10 rules of living a long time if that has whetted your appetite for learning a little bit more. It's a really enjoyable read, it's not that long and it's written in a really, just a really lovely way. It's a a very heartwarming read in a non-fluffy way, but also with full of really practical ideas and may really challenge you to think more holistically about the quality of your life you're designing. It pairs really nicely, if I was gonna do some book sommeliering, it pairs really nicely with The Power of Ritual by Casper Terquil, who I talked about, or talked about that book a few episodes ago now. A link to that one in the show notes too if you are interested in reading this one please consider buying the book from my book depository or bookshop.org affiliate site links to those are in the show notes so you can easily hop over there buy a book no extra cost to you I get a small contribution from the bookseller to go towards the podcast if you have read this book get in touch I'd love to know what you thought about it and if you have taken any of the lessons into your own life I've definitely gone away and thought about a few different things differently as a result of this. And it's given me kind of challenged my thinking in some ways or given me a little bit of a wake-up call, particularly around prioritizing time with other people rather than all of it going into work, but also reiterated my the view I already had about working for a long time and continuing to work into my old age. Contact details, as usual, are in the show notes or on the website, so You can hop over there and say hi. But otherwise, until next time, Happy reading.